What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sports Dispenser here, and today I'm going to be doing Did They Get Better? AFC South Edition. If you have not listened to the series before, I go division by division, team by team, and ask the simple question, did they get better? It's, it is very simple. Let's just get right into it. I'm doing the AFC South, and uh, yep, the first team on my list is the Jaguars, so let's talk about their offseason and answer the question, did they get better? All right. The Jaguars did not make a lot of splashes. They made they made good moves. They made a few moves, but those few moves were impactful. They were impactful. They were big moves. Those moves being the signing of Nick Foles, drafting Josh Allen, and they also drafted Jawan Taylor. Those are the three big additions to me. Those are their three big additions. Let's let's just talk about the Nick Foles signing first. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't think they can win with Nick Foles as that division is that's a that's a tough division to me. You have the Colts who are gonna win eleven, twelve, thirteen games next year. The Texans will always be a, a consistent nine nine ten win team. And the Titans are always just going to be a very average seven and nine, eight and eight team to me. They have to play those teams twice, each team twice. Those are six games already, six pretty tough games. Now you have to go to Houston, to, to Tennessee, to Indianapolis, and Nick Foles as, as much. As much success as he's had, I don't know if he can really work with all, with the, with just the limited amount of weapons that this team has. Like the Jaguars, their 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 main thing is defense. We all know that. That's their main. That is their cup of tea. That is where they shine at defense. But when I look at the offense, Leonard Fournette hurt a lot their receiving core I mean D.D. Westbrook is good Marquise Lee is solid Terrell Pryor Chris Conley and then Jeff Swaim Swam I don't even know who that tight end is to be honest I don't know if I like that <laughs> I don't look at their offensive line they have Cam Robertson they have uh, 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 Andrew Norwell and Jawan Taylor those are Solid guys. But Nick Foles needs a really good offense to me. I don't think he can really shine with this offense. And their head coach is not a offensive guru. Doug Peterson, really good offensive coach. Doug Marone, I don't know if he's a great offensive coach. I don't know if this team can really shine with Nick Foles. As as much as I would like to pick up if they had the Allen Hearns and the Allen Robinsons back, I can't really get behind it as much as I want to. I, 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 I just would rather just draft a quarterback than sign Nick Foles. It shows that they're in win-now mode, which I like. You were just at the AFC Championship two years ago competing to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if I don't know if this is great. I don't know. 
Okay, let's just talk about the two draft picks now, and I'll talk about what they lost this offseason. Josh Allen. I thought he was a lock to go number three to the Jets, and hey, I was wrong. Sometimes you're wrong, sometimes you're right. That time, I was wrong. One thing I did not expect was to him to fall down to the seventh pick. And the Jaguars, as much defense as they already have, you cannot have enough pass rushers. That's just... That's just a that's just a that's just a guarantee. You cannot have enough pass rushers. They drafted Taven Bryan last year. They already have Calais Campbell. They already have never mind, Telvin Smith, he's not playing. They already have Yannick Niku I don't know how to pronounce his last name. They already have Marcel Darius. They have a great pass rush. They have that. Josh Allen adds on to that so much because they lost Dante Fowler Jr. to the Rams. Josh Allen, an incredible pickup. He's going to help out this defense a lot. The Cowboys would not be scoring 40 on this team. Again, I guarantee it. (laughs) Like, they're going to... Josh Allen's going to help them out a fuck ton. This was one of my top three players from this draft. I love Josh Allen. And to see him go to the Jaguars, that's a perfect fit. Literally perfect. That's an that 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 was an A plus pick. You can't get much better than that. Jawan Taylor, I, I I've already kind of touched up on him, but I mean, hey, Jawan Taylor, a guy who I thought the Jaguars would pick first round, fell fell to them for the second round. And I saw this happen in twenty sixteen. Because do you remember in 2016, the Jaguars had the fifth pick and a whole bunch of mock drafts and people were saying, oh, oh yeah, they're going to draft Jalen Ramsey. Oh, no. Oh, no, nah, man. They're going to draft Miles Jack. Well, they got Jalen Ramsey with the number five pick. Then the whole Miles Jack, his, I forgot what, I forgot how he was hurt, but apparently he was hurt and he fell to him for the second round. And look at him. They, they, they stole that draft with with both Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack. I I I I I think that same thing's going to happen with a with the Josh Allen and the Jawan Taylor little one two you got there from the draft. Cuz let's just say Nick Foles is your franchise guy. Let's just say you're rolling with them, which hey, clearly they are because they gave him 22 million dollars per se- per season. But they got guys in the trenches now. Their offensive line, it's not that good. I don't like their offensive line. That's where I'm very skeptical of this team. But their defense, they can get three and outs. They can get three and outs really easily. Okay, now let's talk about what the Jaguars lost. They, They lost Malik Jackson. That's a hit, but when you get a guy such as um Josh Allen, it yeah, I mean, it kind of patches it up. I mean, you have guys like Taven Bryan developing. When you have guys like Yannick, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, kind of developing. I think that loss won't be as big as people kind of thought it to be. And they lost Telvin Smith for a year. This is a big hit to me because Telvin Smith, he decided to step away from football for a year to get his mind right. I forgot what the exact reason was. And hey, 
I'm not going to judge that decision if, 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 if that is what you have to do, then hey, that's what you have to do. That's no problem. It, it does suck that it had to happen, but it had to happen. And that's a big hit because now Miles Jack's role is going to be amplified so much more to me. Like, that's just going to be amplified so damn much. And the backup guys, such as Najee Good, I, I, I'm looking at their depth chart now, like the Leon Jacobs, Jake Ryan, they're going to have to step up. These guys are going to have to show their worth. They're going to have to step up. And do, do do I think they will? No, but I think they can. And the third loss was Carlos Hyde. Yeah, he... He didn't play a big role to begin with, so that's fine. Now let's get on to the verdict. Did they get better? Yes. I I, I think they got younger through the draft with two guys who are kind of cornerstones for going into the future. And Nick Foles, he, he's, he is an upgrade from what they had before with fucking Cody Kessler and Blake Bortles. I don't think they got better by much. I I don't think they're going to go back to their 2016-2017 season. But I think they're good. I think they're a fair team. Who who I think they can compete. But Nick Foles is going to have to have one hell of a season for it. Which I don't think he can with their lack of offensive weapons. And moving on to the next team. Um... I, I'm going to talk about the Colts. This is This is going to be a quick one because they didn't do much. Okay, the Colts, they didn't do anything. They barely did anything. They had a lot of cap space. A whole bunch of speculation was saying, oh, Le'Veon Bell, oh, this, that. No, none of it. <laughs> none of it. They, they, they didn't do shit. And I can respect it because they're not going to force pay someone. And I, I, I know, if you've been listening to this podcast since, like, March then you've heard me talk about this. I respect how they didn't go out and just spend, just fucking spend on anything. I like that. I like how they just kind of just sat still, and if they didn't, and they did not overpay for someone, cough, cough, Raiders, and they didn't go force, they didn't, they didn't just impulse spend. And the guys that they got, I think were good pickups. They added... They added, they added Justin Houston to a two-year deal. He is an old veteran, but he still has he's still a good pass rusher. And kind of going back to the Jaguars thing, you can never have enough pass rushers. So hey, I do think they paid him a little bit too much, but I mean they have a a lot of money. That doesn't really justify it, but it kind of helps a little bit. Like like they already have enough money, they can spend they. They are not broke. They still have damn near $100 million in cap space for next season. So they're fine. And they also... Sorry. They also added receiver Devin Funches from the Panthers. That's a good pickup. You give Andrew Luck more weapons. You try You try to get him a second receiver along with T.Y. Hilton. Hey, I can't judge that one bit. And then during the draft, they went out and got Rocky Asin. Really good cornerback. I was surprised to see him trade down, but I guess they didn't really need Montez Sweat considering they got Justin Houston. Rocky Austin, him and, him and Malik Hooker could be a good duo for the future. So 
yeah, when it comes to losses for them, they didn't lose. They they didn't lose. They didn't lose. <laughs> like, they just didn't lose people. They re-signed a lot of players. So, I mean, my verdict for this team, yeah, they got better. I, I don't think they got, ex- like, fucking extraordinarily better. Like, they could have gotten with the pickup of Le'Veon Bell. But, that, but, I mean, they re-signed a bunch of dudes. They added a meant receiver, and they added a solid pass rusher. And as Frank Reich and Alec... I'm t- as Frank Reich and Andrew Luck kind of developed their coach quarterback relationship, I think no matter what they were, they were gonna get better. But I mean, when you throw a solid receiver and a solid pass rusher into the mix, I think hey, that's good. And then during the draft, you went out got a really good young cornerback. Yeah, you're good. You, you, the, the Colts verdict: Yes, they got better. They're they're the they're to me the third best team going going into next season. If you want more of an in depth thing on that, go just go listen to my post draft power rankings for the NFL. Moving on to the Texans, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't do much either during the draft. Well, actually, actually no, they did do some. Actually, they did do some. They did do some work. During the draft to try to fix up their offensive line, they drafted Titus Howard, a dude who I never heard of before. To be honest with you, I didn't know he existed until draft night, so I didn't really know what to make of that pick. I still really don't. I didn't research him. I definitely should have did done that. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I didn't. I don't know if he's gonna be a great fit or just a trash fit. I don't know, but. Nonetheless, they drafted a young offensive lineman, and if they, if they kind of, if they implement him into a system right and develop him right, then hey, he'll be a good guy moving forward. And they also went out and signed Matt Khalil, another offensive tackle. That is a good pickup to me. You have a veteran who can teach Titus Howard, and he can also play. He's still a solid tackle. On the defensive side of things, to, 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 to kind of try to make up for the losses of Tyran Matthew, and Kareem Jackson. <sighs> Sorry, they went out and got Tashawn Gibson and Bradley Roby. Um, that's no, no. You lost Kareem Jackson. I mean, and then you got Bradley Roby. You lost Tyran Matthew, and you got Tashawn Gibson. Verdict, no. They didn't get better. They got little offensive line help. I think those are two solid pickups, but their offensive line's still not where it it needs to be. And on the defensive side of things, I mean, Tyran Matthew and Kareem Jackson, gone. And you go out, and you got two. I'm not trying to bash Bradley Roby and Sean Gibson. Those are two solid pickups. But on the other hand, <laughs> they're 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 no Kareem Jackson and Tyran Matthews, so no, their defense did not get better. And also, this whole Jadavion Clowney thing, like, hmm, I'm sorry, it's late, but this whole Jadavion Clowney thing, you give him the franchise tag and you can't reach a long term deal. If you want this team to be a playoff contender, Jadavion Clowney, I think he's worth 
a good amount of money. I think he's worth, shit, 18, 19 million per year. And I do get he's, the man's probably demanding more than that. But if you have to trade him, then trade him. I mean, it's, I mean, that whole, like that, that whole story is not making many headlines. But, but I mean, like down the road, you don't want this to become a Kirk Cousins, Le'Veon Bell situation. I'd rather pay him now. Pay him now before it becomes too late. And if you don't want to pay him, trade him now before it becomes a distraction. Yep, I just had to talk about that. Verdict, just kind of going back to it, no, they did not get better. Moving on to the fourth and final team. This was a boring division. They Like, no team really did much. Moving on to the fourth and final team, we have the Titans. And for their additions, Cameron Wake, Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, Cameron Wake, old veteran, guy who can still produce, not not good, not bad. Ryan Tannehill, that's a solid. This is a good pickup to me because Marcus Mariota, a guy who I have consistently been kind of on the fence on. I've always been on the fence on Marcus Mariota and because his whole style is the whole run around thing. I I don't like that. And I don't think he's a great quarterback to begin with, but let's just say hey, that's who the Titans think is their franchise guy, then then I mean they're going to roll with him and that's fair. No one can really change that. But let's just say he does get hurt from his whole running around style of play. Then you have a solid backup with with Ryan Tannehill. I can't bash that. You only gave up a fourth and a seventh. That's a good pickup. And during the draft, you got Jeffrey Simmons, a good D-lineman. You can tell their focus is just trying to get the D-line kind of up and going with the additions of Cameron Wake and Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. I mean, that was their main need, and they addressed it with... Mm, I, I'm not going to really say that they got these fucking great players to address it. But, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is a good D-tackle. And, I mean, Cameron Wake is a veteran presence in the locker room. And he's just a... He can still play. <laughs> he can still play. He can get a few sacks throughout the season. And, I mean, he's a good mentor for guys like Jeffrey Simmons. And the young guys that are in that locker room, he's just a good locker room presence too. I've <laughs> I said that like three times. <laughs> Shit, that's funny. All right, that's gonna do it for me today. If you did enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Um, this was a boring division. This podcast is gonna be rather short, I believe. Just yeah. <laughs> This was kind of just a boring division. I mean, I kind of milked the whole Jaguars thing because that was the only thing I could, I could really talk about that made moves. So, um, yep. Um, we got NBA Finals Game 3 tonight. I'm excited to see it. Let's just... I hope, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And, uh, yeah, have a nice day.